Evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, reminder, tomorrow night we start at 7.35. Some of you are probably thinking, wow, there's such a huge minion here. I don't have to come tomorrow night. Nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing could be further from the truth. Please make every effort to be at all the minyanim, both in the evening and in the mornings. We greatly appreciate it. Not only are you needed, but you're wanted. Continuing in the Hilchot Rosh we've been talking about the minag, at least among the Bnei Ashkenaz, to blow the shofar during the month of Elul. Apparently not all Sephardim do it. Sometimes they blow it at night. I don't know. Apparently the Yekis also blow at night, or some Yekis. I don't know. Whatever it is. Uh, but we have such a minag during the month of Elul to blow the shofar. We had an interesting discussion this morning as to whether or not we should blow only in the morning or also at nighttime. And we also had a discussion as to when we should start. Should we start on the first day of Rosh Chodesh Elul, or should we start on the second day of Rosh Chodesh Elul? So in the past, we've discussed... And in general, we assume that even when it comes to minagim, and Rav Salvechik was very adamant about this, uh, when it comes to minagim, assuming they're not pagan uh, in origin, so uh, we try to assume that they're ke'in del raita tikkun, that we always try to pattern them off of something which already exists, halakha that already exists. So the question is, what is the nature of this minhag to blow the shofar during the month of Elul? To what extent is it connected to the mitzvah to blow the shofar during the month of Elul? And to what extent is it sort of a separate takana that was created? Obviously, it's much easier for us to understand why we'd be closely connected to blowing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah because we're doing the same thing that we do on Rosh Hashanah in theory. So we said that uh, the earlier, earliest source seems to be that when Moshe went up to receive the luchot shniot, the second set of luchot after the sin of the golden calf, so they blew the shofar when he ascended the mountain on Rosh Chodesh uh, to remind the people basically don't do Avodah anymore, which sounds like a weird reminder, but that was what it was. So they didn't blow the entire time that he was up there, but they blew it on that day. So it was sort of as an extension of that, we continue to blow the shofar during the month of El. There's also an idea out there of, uh, and we see this a lot this time of year, of Kedilar Bevid HaSatan. We want to confuse uh, the Satan, the Satan, whatever that means. That, like He doesn't know when Rosh Hashanah is going to be because we're blowing the shofar all the time. Okay, could be. I don't know. I don't know what that means uh, practically, but an interesting idea. The Sefer Aminagim suggests... Uh, that perhaps it has to do with something else. We have a pasuk, we say this pretty often, that tiku b'chodesh shofar b'kesel yom chagenu. That tiku b'chodesh shofar, we're supposed to blow the shofar during the month. Well, what month? So he says there's clearly supposed to be a month of shofar blowing. What is the month of shofar blowing? That would be the month of Elohim. Okay, so you have all different suggestions as to why we have uh, this minhag to blow the shofar, but to what extent is it connected to the mitzvah of shofar itself? So, However, we answer that question may help us with, this, uh, with these other points. So, for example, we spoke about the idea of should we blow the shofar only during the daytime or also during the nighttime? So, if you're going to tell me that it's very closely related to the mitzvah of shofar, so the mitzvah of shofar we only blow during the daytime. On our shofar, we blow during the daytime. There is a machlok of when we should blow. Should we wait for the people who are uh, going to come late? Should we make sure that we do it before the people who leave early go? Okay, whatever it is, but it's only during the daytime, not at nighttime. So maybe we would say in our minag as well, we're only going to blow during the daytime and not during the nighttime. But if you're going to tell me it's a separate takana that is very similar to what we do on Rosh Hashanah, but sort of not closely connected in that way, so maybe we can envision a situation where we would blow the shofar at night. Let's say, and this always comes up because for whatever reason, our fearless Gabai isn't here at some point during the month of Elul. So he's by himself. Unfortunately, he won't be able to make it to a minion. So the question is, does he need to blow the shofar in his hotel room? Lots of different things to consider when answering that question. But let's say, let's say it's not going to wake anyone up. Let's say it's not going to scare anybody, right? So should he, if a person for whatever reason can't make it to a minion, should they make sure to blow the shofar for themselves? So is it a chovad hatzibor? Is it something that the congregation needs to make sure that the shofar is blown? Or is it a chovad hayachid? Or does each individual need to hear the shofar being blown? So again, well, if it's closely patterned 
to the mitzvah on Rosh Hashanah. So mitzvah on Rosh Hashanah, it's not just about making sure the shul has someone blowing the shofar, but I need to make sure that I hear the shofar being blown, right? If not, right, we talked about this a little bit last year, if not, that I actually have to be the one who's blowing the shofar. Okay, separate discussion, right? But if maybe it's a separate takana, it's something closely related, but not that closely related, so we can envision a situation where it wouldn't be necessary. So if you look at the Tzitz Eliezer, he, comes, he has this discussion, should a person who is a, a yachid, uh, who's by themselves, they can't make it to a minion, should they blow the shofar or not? If I'm not mistaken, I think he says it's not necessary. Not necessary. I always tell that to Mr. Wilkoff, and he always blows the shofar anyway. Okay, good. So he's a chassid. What can I tell you? Excellent. Good. What are other uh, possible ramifications? Uh, who needs to blow the shofar? Do I need to have someone who uh, is an adult Jewish male above the age of 13? Can a woman blow the shofar for us? Oh, that would be controversial. Well, maybe not. It's, maybe it's not so controversial. What about a child? Somebody who's not yet 13 years old, right? All of these different factors are basically going to come down to what is the nature of this minagi? Is it closely, closely, tightly related to the mitzvah of uh, blowing the shofar Rosh Hashanah, or is it something else? There are other practical consequences we've talked about in the past. Should we make a bracha on it? Should we say shechianu on this, right? All different ideas all boils down to the same point. So at the end of the day, it seems like we assume that it's not that closely related, but we still try to make sure that it's an adult Jewish male, no offense, who's blowing the shofar, uh, so on and so forth, right? But if a person, for whatever reason, can't make it to the minion, so we would tell them that they don't have to go out of their way, they don't have to bend over backwards to make sure that they uh, hear the shofar being blown.